Welcome back to another episode of the Grind Road to Success podcast, the place to be if you want to set yourself apart from the competition and learn what it takes to perform at your highest potential. I'm your host, Zach Krisik, and today we have the pleasure to sit down and talk with college baseball athlete, Torin Vasilenik. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, Torin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, kind of your experience as an athlete growing up, uh, where you're at now, and yeah, you know, kind of why you decided to pursue college baseball and and where you're at right now. Um, yeah, so growing up, I was always just playing as many sports as possible. Like I think every kid that every kid should do that wants to play sports, right. Develop that athleticism. But, uh, one day I just kind of found myself, uh, liking playing baseball more than anything else. So I think once I got around the high school age, baseball became the sole focus and I dropped all the other sports. And that's when I started playing American Legion. And, uh, in my 11th grade year, I, was contacted by the PBA coaches, which is when I started my journey at PBA. I would go on to play there for the next four years. And then uh, eventually got in contact with the coaches down here at uh, University of Arkansas Monticello. And they hooked me up with an offer and it all worked out. And now I'm on my last year here, finishing up my degree. And it's, you know, it's been a great experience that not everyone gets to do. So I'm thankful for it. It's been super fun. And see where see where it takes me it's awesome yeah and that's definitely definitely a long road and a lot of experience there over the years what do you feel like have been some of the biggest differences and challenge in challenges in your eyes say from you know that high school level to the college level and uh now when you're competing um i think well just to start off with, I guess the big, you know, the biggest jump you're going to make in your baseball career is from high school to college, right? Because that's when you really start getting guys that actually start throwing the ball hard and guys know what they're doing. Everybody's pretty developed once you get into the college area. So um, the biggest, the biggest difference just has to be the overall skill level and the compete level of everybody in the college area because everyone's there for a reason right it's not just a a walk onto the team anymore kind of thing like oh yeah we'll let you play because you're here so that's been the biggest difference right right for sure and yeah definitely can relate especially to that right high school to the college level was a huge jump um you know not even just Mm -hmm. within sport but also within uh, academics as well right? That's a huge jump for so many athletes and can be a struggle, especially Mm -hmm. to manage that time, right? And have that balance, especially when you're practicing six, seven days a week, right? You're playing games, you're traveling every weekend. Um, That can be, yeah, struggle for sure for many athletes. Um, But yeah, especially relating to the baseball aspect for, and, you know, any other baseball athletes. Yeah, right. That level of competition increases so much. Um, where I feel like, you know, most athletes can kind of compete at that high school level, right? You got some competition, uh, but when you get to that college level, yes, it's definitely a huge step um, that, you know, most athletes kind of underestimate in, you know, whether it be relating to the performance or just, um, yeah, you know, within their studies, just kind of that whole student athlete lifestyle. Um, 
yeah, what so what were some of the biggest kind of realizations you had going from that high school level to the college level and playing baseball at that level? Yeah, I guess um first academically you like uh from high school to to college you're kind of just more so on your own a little bit like there's still always people to help you and you know guide you down the right path but a lot of it's on you at the end of the day right if you if you don't want to go to class you don't go to class and if you don't want to do this you don't do that and that can affect you positively or negatively depending on how you handle those situations um athletically it's uh kind of the same thing like you have your scheduled practices and everything you have your scheduled wait times but uh there's a there's a lot more to be put into it than that if you want to be successful at the college level so that's kind of what separates the the really good college players from the good college players and okay college players you know is they're they're putting in more time and they're focusing on more aspects of the game than just showing up when everyone else does right Right. A hundred percent. And yeah, that was the biggest thing I realized, especially competing at that college level um, was the athletes that were succeeding. Right. They ne weren't necessarily the most talented. Of course, that was a piece of the puzzle, um, but they were the ones putting in the work. Right. They were staying after yeah. hours in the gym. Um, you know, they were at study hall. Right. Right after um, mm -hmm. practice or whatever, they were getting their work in. And yeah, just having that balance to succeed, especially in the long run, because yourself, mm -hmm. right, you've been playing uh, college, how many years is it now? This will be my, uh, my sixth year of college with that COVID year. So, yeah. right, right, because that added on a year for everyone. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, to succeed and go the distance, not suffer from that burnout, right, that stress, because mm -hmm. it can be a huge thing for so many athletes. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like, you know, are some tips for other, you know, baseball athletes or just student athletes in general to succeed and go the distance uh, without kind of facing that burnout and that uh, stress as often? Um, well, f first things first, if you don't really want to burn out is uh, you got to make sure that you're still, you still love what you're doing at the end of the day, right? Um, if, if you get to college and you're in your second year, you know, and you're you're past the point where you're having fun with your sport and you're just dreading every day going to the yard or going to class and all that stuff. Like you're kind of past the point of uh, getting better in that aspect. Um, but an, I guess another tip would be that you, you really have to stay organized um, with there. There's a lot going on once you get to college. Uh, it's a new atmosphere, new people, usually bigger class sizes. So you don't get to know your professors that well and stuff, but you got to stay on top of your stuff and make sure you're organized and, get a schedule going so that you don't feel uh, all messed up every day, have different things going on every day. Yeah, for sure. And I can relate, you know, I look back to those days, especially my first year of college is I was someone in high school that could get away with eighties and nineties studying the night before. But then when you get to that college level, right, it's a whole other ball game. And um, yeah, you know, just staying organized is a huge key, especially like I said, kind of before, when you get to that level, you're practicing six, seven days a week, right? We only got Mondays off, I remember. Yeah. Um, you know, we're traveling every mm -hmm. weekend. Sometimes you get home at four in the morning and you're expected to get to class mm -hmm. the next day, right? And yeah. yeah, if you don't have that balance and that organization, especially relating to that time management, um, yeah, it can be very tough to succeed. And I just, yeah, look back to those early days compared to my further years in college, Um you know, just getting things done ahead of time, right? 
um, yep. scheduling things and yeah, just again, have an intention with what you do. And I feel like that kind of relates a bit to your point, what you said, uh, you know, enjoying the game, right. Having a purpose mm-hmm. and intention with what you're doing. Um, Cause otherwise, yeah, you know, the game can, can be very stressful or you just lose that motivation uh, for the game. So I just want to, you know, follow up with a uh, further question here. What do you feel like has kept you motivated, um, you know, to pursue baseball this long? Because you see so many athletes, right, out of high school, they might have even burnt out at that point. Um, mm-hmm. But to go to the distance and see the success you have, what do you feel like has helped you, um, you know, succeed and stay motivated at that level? Uh, I think the the main thing has been uh, I can remember being a kid and like going out to the Bulls games and stuff and watching those and hearing about all these different, like where all these guys were coming from, all these different schools they were at. And I was, it was such an influential time and that the age I was at, I was like, that's so cool. Right. Like, I hope I want to do that one day. And uh, that was kind of a big driving factor for me was, you know, I, I grew up around it, seeing these guys come in from different areas during the summer ball playing with Bulls and, it was just a kind of impacted me in that way. And I was like, I, I want to do that. So but I'm, I need to do what I need to do to make it happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm sure so many other athletes, right. No matter what sport you play, they have those similar stories of, you know, they were in a situation or what they went to a game or they met, uh, you know, one of their heroes who may have been an athlete and it just changes everything. Right. And yeah. you look yeah. back and think, this is something that I really want to do. This is something I want to pursue and yeah, it, it's just awesome to see, especially so many youth athletes uh, pursue their goals, you know, whether that's to make uh, just college sports or professional and beyond. Um, but yes, just, yeah, having that motivation and that desire, I feel like is huge uh, to go the distance and see success. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Talk to you a bit now, you know, just relating to the mental side of the game. So that was one thing I really learned and kind of realized at uh, PBA when we played just how important that mental side was, because, you know, I felt like I could perform physically at that level. uh, But then there would just be games where it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't perform. I'm in a slump. Um, You know, just that confidence isn't there. But I want to ask you, you know, competing at these high levels and competing over the years, how important is the mental game and mindset to your performance and, you know, just seeing your success, whether that's on field or your studies? Um, mental game is definitely huge. And it's, a it's something that goes, uh, overlooked a lot of the time. I think like, you know, we, you hear a lot that like, uh, your mental game is 90% of the sport or, uh, th- there's sayings that get thrown around out there like that, but nobody really works on the mental game 90% of the time if it's 90% of the sport. Right. So things don't really add up there, but, um, <laughs> you have to, in, term, in terms of mental game you kind of have to find what works for you because there is no set there's no set answer for everyone right like there's there's key differences with everyone that uh shapes how they prepare and how they play and how they feel and uh it's important that you find something that works for you so uh for me mentally it was it was a lot of visualization visualize visualize visualization helped me a lot sorry um just seeing myself make plays or hit balls or that kind of stuff was a big thing for me. And then uh, a co- confidence is also part of your mental game too. Right. So 
if you're confident in what you're doing, you're confident in the work you're putting on in behind the scenes, um, it goes a long way into your success on the field as well. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially, um, right. Every athlete's different in their own aspect. Uh, so some might, you know, have that confidence and be able to perform uh, in those high pressure situations while others, it's the complete opposite. Um, but yeah, just as long as kind of, like you said, you know, you're working on that side and realizing that, yeah, the mental side definitely goes overlooked, uh, for so many athletes, you know, it doesn't matter what sport you play. And that was the biggest things I realized after playing college athletics was every athlete, of course, is focusing on the physical side of the game, right? So you're trying to get bigger, you're trying to get stronger, you're trying yeah, to get faster, yeah. of course. Um, but I just realized what separated, you know, those elite athletes from the, you know, average performers was that mindset key. You know, they walked up to the plate with that confidence, right? They're mm -hmm. on the field uh, preparing way beforehand, doing the visual visualizations. And I feel like that not only separated them, but allowed them to succeed and reach that higher potential, especially over the long term. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was just some things I noticed, especially competing at those high levels. Um, yeah. What do you feel like athletes can do to, you know, prepare beforehand? Or what do you do yourself uh, to prepare beforehand? You know, whether it's a game, uh, practice, an <coughs> exam. Um, so I like to, uh, there's a few different things I do. Um, the main thing is like, the last moment thing right before the game, I always do sprints right before the game. And uh, on my third sprint, I always take some time before I start my sprint to just kind of relax, take some breaths and focus, you know, but the mental approach starts long before that, right? Like uh, you, you wake up in the morning and, and you're thinking about what you're going to do that day. You have to mentally prepare for that. So I like, I like to, either watch videos sometimes of, you know, highlights or lots of, I know lots of guys watch their own highlights, like videos of themselves getting hits or pitching well or et cetera. Um, but it kind of starts at the, at the beginning of the day almost, right? You have to shift your focus towards what your goal is for that day, which is to obviously compete successfully on the baseball field, but to win as well. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's a great point right there. Uh, you know, you're not just preparing when you get to the field, you're preparing for right at the start of that day, before anything even starts. And even, you know, the night before the week before, if it's a big, say, championship game, um, because as you know, right, and as most uh, high performing athletes know, as soon as you walk on that field, right, the pressure starts to build, the stresses start to build, right? Yeah, game starts it, to speed up. Exactly. Right. And it can be so hard to especially right slow the game down and stay focused. Right. OK, what's the task at hand? Uh, how can we accomplish this and, you know, execute uh, to accomplish our goal? Um, but, you know, when you're in a game and things start to say go sideways or you're in a slump, how do you, you know, stay focused and get back on track? Because I know that can be a struggle for so many athletes. <clears throat> Yeah, one one thing for sure I do is uh, I don't try to start changing stuff if this so-called slump starts happening, right? I, I, I don't even like to say the word slump because, you know, it gets thrown around so loosely nowadays. Like, kid doesn't get a hit for a couple of games. It's like, oh, I'm in a slump. It's like, no, you just haven't got a hit for a couple of games, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I think uh, 
you have to stay consistent with how you were when you were succeeding, even if you were failing at that point, right? Because once you start changing all your things, if you start changing your pregame routine around and how you're warming up and all these drills and stuff that you're doing, it's just going to kind of snowball on you a little bit. But uh, another thing is um, breathing, right? When, uh, when things start to, you know, go sideways, as you said, or the pressure starts to build up, it's like you have to be able to breathe and slow down yourself both mentally and physically in a sense too, right? There's a reason you see these professional hitters at the MLB level, they get, they get out of a box and between every pitch before their at-bat starts and then in between every pitch, they take a breath, they take a big breath. And at that point, it's it's subconscious for them, right? They don't even think about that anymore because that's what they do. But it's a, a huge part of the game for sure is, you know, slowing down, keeping your heart rate down and uh, learning how to breathe properly and um, maintain the level-headedness. For sure, for sure. And that's, yeah, another great point right there. And that was another thing I learned at that college level was the importance of breathing. Right. Because mm -hmm. you get into those games, you get super tense. Right. Even if it's just moments of excitement. Right. Could be start of the game. You're super riled up. Right. You're super excited, yeah. which can be a good yeah. thing. Um, but when you're trying to perform right, when the game speeds up, you need to be able to calm yourself down. Right. Stay locked in and just understanding. Yeah. Like, you know, just some physiology about our body. Right. If we're super tense, we're going to be slow and we're not going to be able to react as quick especially when we're trying to hit a baseball that's coming at us 90, 100 miles an hour. So that, that's a great point right there, especially just focusing on the breathing. And I feel like that's something that's so overlooked, especially with athletes. And again, it depends what situation you're in, but relating to, yeah, you know, those slumps, being able to breathe, calm yourself down, right? Focus and address, okay, what can I control, right? What can I do in this situation, exactly. right? Things aren't going the way I want. Uh, but what can we change and kind of adapt going forward here? Um, so yeah, that's another great point right there. Um, I'm curious if you were able to go back, you know, starting in your youth, youth career, uh, youth baseball, what are some things that you would change and do differently to allow you to reach and perform at your highest potential today? Um, some things I would have done different. I, I don't really have, a lot of regrets so um but some things i would do differently maybe or just uh definitely try to get in the weight room a little bit earlier i think i started getting into weights kind of when i started going to pba which would have been the 11th grade um but you can definitely start lifting weights earlier than that um besides all the myths that say oh that stunts your growth and all that you know there's a ton of stuff out there that just isn't true but um <laughs> Yeah. Another thing I would do is uh, probably focus on developing my mental side of the game more. I think uh, just, you know, being in the game so long and being uh, having to compete at this level has uh, kind of forced me to build that mental side because you have to, right? Otherwise, you're just not going to succeed. But definitely getting into it earlier and um, kind of getting a baseline of what I need to do personally would be something that I do a little bit different. Yeah. I can relate to those things as well. You know, I definitely wish I would have worked on my mental game, uh, you know, at the high school level, even before just relating to say the confidence side of things, right. And building mm -hmm. the stamina to go the distance 
and not burn out, right? Especially when things get difficult, as I'm sure you know, yeah. they always will at some point. They and, will. Right? That's just part of the game and that's part of life. Um, but yeah, those were some things that I really wish I would have worked on beforehand that definitely would have helped me, you know, reach a higher potential. But yeah, that's awesome. A couple of those things. You know, we've kind of talked a bit about a couple of things that you, you'd suggest for other athletes that could help other athletes, uh, you know, whether it's baseball or not. But what is one thing that you would suggest for others uh, to perform at their highest potential and reach that next level in their performance? And this could be something that, you know, you've lived by uh, your entire career. But what is something that you fall back on to and think, all right, this is the reason I'm doing it. Um, you know, those days you're struggling, you're unmotivated you think back to this point and it kind of keeps you going forward. Uh, yeah. So I guess the, the point that keeps me going forward, I would say is kind of uh, like we touched on a little already was like just that, that childhood dream, right? Like if you, uh, you think to the hard days that you have and stuff, and if you're on that path that uh, that childhood version of you would have seen you on that, childhood version of me would be freaking out right now because like no way you're in Arkansas playing baseball and you play for the Bulls in the summer you know if, if little little Torrin saw that he'd be uh, pretty excited so I think it's important to always remember like how far you've come right because it, it's easy to get lost in uh or kind of get stagnant with uh what you're doing and and uh how far you've come but uh it's important to remember those things, right? Remember where you came from and uh, just see how far you can go if that's what you want to keep doing. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's some great advice. Because um, I know so many athletes, right? They get to that level uh, where the competition increases, right? Things get more challenging. And then, right, those doubts set in of thinking, oh, the what if, or, you know, I can't. But then in perspective, yeah, you look back onto those days when you were a kid, right? And think just even where you're at right now, even if it's just a high school level, um, you know, it doesn't matter where you're playing or what division you're at to think that you made it this far and you got to this level is already a huge accomplishment in itself. Um, yeah. And I'm sure there's, you know, thousands, millions of athletes that would love to be in your position or yeah, someone's position, especially at that level. But yeah. Is there any other, you know, tips or strategies um, or things that you would kind of recommend to other baseball players or just athletes at the high school level, college level, or beyond? Yeah, I guess it would be a not not that this is a, a secret key or anything, but obviously you're you're going to have to work hard and uh, to set yourself apart, you're going to have to work harder than other people, and you're going to have to develop parts of your game better than other people, like. Uh, what coach Zach is doing here with the mental side of things. Um, it's just at the end of the day, not, it's not just a God given to everyone. Right. Um, obviously there's people out there that are super talented and that may, may seem to shine more than others, but uh, through, through hard work and uh, de uh, demoting yourself to that aspect of what, whatever sport you're trying to get better at or whatever you're trying to, succeed that in life um you got to work hard behind the scenes and put the time in and you will start to see results if you're consistent with that because I, I mean i we're, we're talking mainly about sports here because we're both college baseball players but mm -hmm. all this stuff can be related back to life as well right whether you're going for uh 
you know, a bigger job position or, you know, maybe going to talk to your boss about a raise, like there's, it can be incorporated into all these aspects in multiple different ways. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. I love it. And especially relating to, you know, I kind of like to break it down to the key things and what you're investing into yourself, right? The more time, the more uh, energy, the more money you invest into yourself now, right? The greater results you're going to get over the long term, yeah. And that's going to be a huge impact uh, compared to the athletes, right? That's, you know, am I going to sacrifice right now uh, to achieve my great goals? Or am I going to sacrifice the time now, right? And never achieve what I truly desire. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's an awesome and great point uh, to touch on right there. And for anyone listening, um, I think, yeah, that's the base and right. That's the key to success is putting in the work, right. No matter how you feel, uh, even yeah. if you don't feel like it showing up, you know, just staying consistent and understanding that, right. Not every day is going to be great. As long as you show up, you put in that work, right. You will see results. And in the end, that's all that matters. Yep. Hopefully it pays off for you in the end. For sure. So uh, do you got anything else uh, for us or any other athletes before we head off here? There's a, obviously everyone has these goals that they want to achieve in sports and stuff. And uh, as, as my time as a college athlete is coming up to an end here, uh, I'm kind of starting to really dread that day that it does, but I've also been kind of looking at the other side of things of what, what already have I done and what can I be thankful for? And, uh, I think especially for college, college athletes, like, uh, one thing you really have to be grateful for is the, where your sport has brought you and the amount of people your sport has, um, allowed you to meet, right? Like I have, I have so many connections almost all over the world just from baseball. And it's pretty cool to be able to look back on my career so far and, you know, open up my Snapchat maps, Snapchat maps or something and see that there's just people spread all over the, all over the place. Right. So it's kind of cool to look at that. Um, but yeah, just, you know, be grateful for your sport has brought you and, uh, you, you can't ask much more from it. Right. The game doesn't ever owe you anything. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And yeah, it, you know, if you really look at it is at the end of the day, right. We're playing a game, no matter what sport you're competing in, yeah. It's putting into perspective, right? You're playing a game. So to be able to take that gratitude and think, yeah, this is awesome, right? And look at all the relationships you created along that way, you know, with other players, with coaches, with parents along the way. And I feel like that's really what matters. You know, when you look back and you got to say, For sure. you know, I got to play high school sports. I got to play college sports. I got to play professional sports. And yeah, I feel like that's truly um what determines you know your success is mm -hmm. you know the people you're surrounded around and the people you meet along that way yep for sure awesome well i want to thank you very much for taking the time to sit down with us today torn and share your insights and your knowledge uh competing at that college level and as a college baseball player um it's definitely been yeah an awesome experience i remember competing back in the day and thinking back yeah. to our 30 minute lifts and yeah yeah uh, <laughs> yeah the workouts we went memories there. that we'll have for a lifetime right exactly yeah, we'll have for a lifetime but yeah thanks for having me on here it's been fun good talking to you yeah i want to thank you for uh taking the time again sitting down with us and i want to thank others uh for tuning into the grind road to success podcast and we will see you on the next one cheers <laughs>